Hi, sisters, and welcome to the first episode of a new project called E-Girls. We're your hosts. I'm Emma. And I'm Eleanor. So yeah, we will be uploading weekly episodes, and we're very excited about it. It's still like, you know, a work in progress. Yes, we're trying to figure out exactly what topics we're focusing on, but we're going to narrow it down in the next couple weeks. Yes, but we have two very exciting topics this week. Oh yes, oh yes. Starting with the new film, The Batman, which we're a couple weeks out now. We're about a month out now from when it was released. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure a lot of listeners have seen it. If you haven't, you should go see it. Um, I've seen it twice. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen it once and really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was, like, so exciting when I saw it the first time. Obviously, I was looking forward to it because Robert Pattinson. But I don't know. I'm a very, like, obsessive person. Mm-hmm. I like having something to, like, <laughs> hang on to and obsess about. So it was, like, as soon as I got out of the theater, I was, like, I need to see it again. Like, I'm listening <laughs> to the soundtrack. I need to see it again. I'm watching interviews. Which, you know, is that healthy? Maybe not, but it was exciting for me. I think we all have a little bit of an obsessive personality. It just yeah. depends on what things we, we put that into. Exactly. But yeah, you know, I'm driving my car, listening to Nirvana in the rain, <laughs> yes. feeling the vibe of the yes. Batman. And I saw it by myself the first time, which was really fun. It was like my day off from work and... I just love going to the movies by myself. I'm a big fan. Me too. I literally, well, I wouldn't say I do it all the time, but I mean, if if someone tells me they can't come with me and I ask them to, I'm still going to go. Yeah. Like, I'm still going to the movies. Yeah. And it's just really peaceful and enjoyable. Yeah. Especially at some of the movie theaters, they have like a little bar. You can go mm-hmm. get a drink beforehand, yeah. Yeah. go sit, get comfortable. Especially this one. This one was three hours long. Yes. So I was a little apprehensive going into it because I just can't even remember the last like three hour long movie I've actually watched. Yeah. I meant to watch. I know that like West Side Story's three hours and Drive My Car, which I meant to watch before the Oscars, but I didn't. And now it's like, oh, I'm, well. I'm pretty sure Spider-Man may have been up there. It yeah. wasn't. Th- it didn't hit three hours for sure, but it was like a, a solid like two and a half. Yeah. But yeah, that's like a long movie. But as I was sitting there, like as it got closer to the end, like I did not want it to end. It could have gone on for another hour, <laughs> honestly, and I would have been thrilled. Which I know not everyone felt that yeah, way. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was really good, but I did think it was pretty long. Yeah, and I wasn't like I was obviously very interested in the plot and everything, and I wanted to see what happens. But I, I was like, I was like, okay, like, are we almost done? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could. I guess I just left, and it was like, "When's the next one coming out?" Which it's gonna be years from now, which is sad. But just wanting more, especially from Batman and Catwoman. Yes, like it, it just we really, need more. It really did like have a good cast. Like I was really worried about how it was gonna live, like measure up to the um, original, um, or not original, yeah. <laughs> the um, the ones with Christian Bale in it. Yeah. And I mean, it was very good. Um, and had a good cast of characters that did their jobs well. Yeah. And, like, when I first saw that Robert Pattinson was cast, it seemed very odd. It seemed like a joke, almost. Just because, like, <laughs> like why would he us? be the, ba- or the Batman? I almost said The Bachelor. <laughs> I wish We're he would be The We're still stuck in The Bachelor mindset. Yeah. 
Um, but then like, as soon as I saw it, it was like, this makes absolute sense to me. Like he should be Batman. Like he's the perfect Bruce Wayne, in my opinion. Like Bruce Wayne should be emo. He should be a recluse. I do agree on the emo part. Yeah. Like it's surprising how in the past movies he hasn't been as sad as he is in this one. Yeah. And it's like, yes, it's been 20 years, but like the trauma that he went through, I think it's appropriate that he's completely shut off from society Mm -hmm. because right in the dark Knight, the reason that he goes out so much not like the main reason but it's kind of like gives him a cover like no one's gonna suspect that he's batman what do you mean goes out i don't know i feel like i read that it's like so he's like very high profile like dating high profile women he's like more of a celebrity yeah and not as like and in this one he's really not he's like um, in The Dark Knight, I feel like his character is, yeah, he's a socialite. Mm-hmm. He's, like, very, like, um, elite, having parties at his house all the time, exactly. inviting people into his life. Exactly. Not as much how uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman is, like, very secluded. It's complete. yeah, he's Like, he showed up at the off. funeral and, like, everyone was like, what? Yeah. Bruce Wayne? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and how just, like, the mansion is, like, totally... Yeah. I don't know, spooky, because it's, like, just he and Albert live there. Yeah. Um, Which, I'm in a hot take, but I didn't like this Albert very much. That's fair. I think that's fair. It's I mean, weird. no one would live up to Michael Keaton. Yeah, okay, true. Thank you. Okay. Because, I like, it's hard comparing them. I thought Robert Pattinson did a great job. I do think Christian Bale is a little bit better. But, Whoa. I know. Whoa. <laughs> but I recently have been rewatching like, Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, and it's I just think he just so well represents like he just looks to me he looks like Batman and it's because that's who I grew up on yeah so hard to so hard to put like um Edward Cullen like compare like I I just he's Edward Cullen to me and so it's hard to see him in that role I do not think he did a bad job I think he did a great job yeah but and I think also it's not necessarily that fair to directly compare them because their Batmans are so different. True. Whereas it goes along with like Bruce Wayne being a socialite, like in Dark Knight. Again, I haven't watched it very recently, so correct me if I'm wrong. But his Batman is a public figure. He's like a hero. He's a public hero. Um, right? Like people love him or no? He's not a public hero. He's just like a rich person. Like No, no, like- no, but Batman. Oh, Batman. Um, I, well, you know, like, at the, like, in the, bat in Dark Knight, they, like, hate, like, yeah. they're, like, when Harvey Dent, like, exposes himself as Batman, they're, like, they hate Batman yeah. at the time. That's so true. I wouldn't say that they, like, he's a public hero, but, like, he works really closely with the police. Yeah. He's, like, has a, like, him and Gordon are, like, very tight. Yeah. And, like, it's not a... Yeah, it's just, like, yeah. it's different, but... I feel like he's just more well-known by the people, whereas I got the impression with Robert Pattinson, and then especially at the end, but, like, we'll get into that later, where he's known by the criminals of Gotham because he's, like, lurking in the shadows. He's, like, a scary figure to them, but, like, the regular, ordinary citizen of Gotham wouldn't necessarily even know who he is. You know, it's like you only know Batman because you interact with him yeah which means that you're a criminal and he's come to beat your ass you know what I mean like yeah well I feel I don't know I feel like it's kind of similar because I feel like in like because I was thinking I was like wait 
Robert Pattinson's Batman doesn't have a relationship with the police, but I'm pretty sure he does. Well, he has a relationship with Gordon, but I was going to say, he's kind of like, fuck the police. He's kind of yeah, like an A-cub. But it's so interesting, because I was thinking, I was like, no, he like literally like doesn't work with him, but he actually... No, he doesn't work. fuck with the police, and the police don't fuck with him, mm-hmm. other than Gordon. Which, that's how, that's how it is in Dark Knight, too. Yeah. So that's why I was like, I was thinking it was different, but it really is very similar in terms of like relationships. Yeah. But... And it never really explains, like, why he yeah. and Gordon became associated with each other. Um, and, yeah, like, I don't think either of us are very familiar with, like, canonical yeah, Batman. Like, like, yeah, like, the history of Batman, the story of Batman, like, in the original comics. But, yeah, I don't know. I just think Robert Pattinson's Batman was a lot scarier. I agree. Because then also, when you think about it, I'm flashing back to Dark Knight again, and he um there are scenes where people literally dress up as batman because mm-hmm. they want to they're like i want to be like him i want to be like him because like like he like regular people exactly I mean. yeah and they're like at one point like the joker like kidnaps someone who had dressed up as batman to like be like him yeah because they're like why can't we all be like you like you know, yeah that's like, what i mean where like people in robert pattinson's gotham wouldn't do that i don't think because he's yeah. not seen as like Vengeance. Yeah, he's vengeance. He is vengeance. He's not the kind of guy that you want to dress up as. He's not. You know, I just don't even know that they're that familiar with him. The mayor references him in their, you know, at the very beginning when the mayor is watching the debate Mm -hmm. right before the Riddler takes him out. Yeah. Um, And Bella Real is saying, like, well, we have a masked vigilante running the streets. Like, she doesn't even say Batman. So it's kind of like. I don't know. I just get the vibe that people don't even really know like who he is. He's just a masked vigilante. Yeah. And at the end, he's referred to as like a mysterious masked man. So strange. <laughs> Which is so strange. Yeah. It's kind of like just goes along with like he is in the shadows. He is the shadows. He's vengeance. You know, <laughs> like he's scary. Yeah. He's vengeance, scary. I like will say one of the things that I like thought was so bizarre to me was like how they kept all of the people in the movie kept calling him vengeance mm-hmm. like catwoman like multiple times like was like hey vengeance like she was like vengeance like come here like yeah. she didn't say it exactly like vengeance. that but she would be like come here vengeance. <laughs> but literally it was like calling it like as if it was his name which i know he's like maybe he doesn't even have like yeah maybe the batman term is like you know what i mean yeah. but like that was that was weird yeah but i like he is vengeance, like, for yeah, sure. He's vengeance. He's, period. Yeah, he vengeance. Yeah. But I think the other major thing that I was wondering about was the Riddler. How would the Riddler be? Paul Dano. You know, I didn't really see Paul Dano being a villain, but he really pulled it out. You know, I think he was really good. He was, I thought he was awesome. Yeah. I think he measures up to, like, other villains, for yeah. sure. Paul Dano stands rising Yeah, up. honestly, though, I, like... Had never, I hadn't really heard of him though before yeah. this, and I think he like, I think he played it really well. Yeah, and it's he just goes along so well with like, I feel like the Riddler is very unique among the villains I've seen in superhero movies mm. at least because he's supposed to be like scary in kind of a normal way, like he's you know like we discuss later, it's like an incel. Yeah, he's not technically an incel. But it's, like, those vibes where it's, like... It really is incel. Yeah, it's, like, a white man who feels like he's just been beaten down, like, society is against him, so no one knows who he is, he's completely unremarkable, so he wants to make a name for himself, Mm -hmm. like these mass shooters 
or you know whatever these violent incels and he like looks the part i guess yeah you know what I, mean? Like, yeah. I mean i love paul dano i think he's a cutie but um in this role it makes sense it does make sense in the role um he pulls it off yeah and something interesting again like i'm just not familiar with I'm not very familiar with Batman canon, but from my understanding, the Riddler is almost always just like a side villain. Like he's never the main villain. Um, and he's usually not very deep. It's just like, he likes riddles and he likes yeah. like jokes and stuff. I'm pretty sure like Jim Carrey played the Riddler yeah. in the past. Yeah. And it, yeah, that's like his like acting kind of, perfectly goes along with that like idea yeah so it's like again the riddler's much darker also if you hear any background noise we have a special live studio audience yes of mr jasper the german shepherd he somehow infiltrated our uh state-of-the-art recording studio yeah our very nice studio that we bought ourselves and it's just really nice and he just yeah, he somehow made it in here yeah. to listen. So. so now he's the live studio so audience. He may make some noise. You may hear him walking around, but he's just, you know, he's really excited about everything going on here. Yeah. So. If you hear any heavy breathing, it's not us. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So it's just kind of cool. It's like the Riddler's much darker. Batman's much darker. Um but then it just makes me think. It's like, maybe I should just full on go. I mean, we were discussing recently. It's like, I kind of need a new personality. So it's like, should I go full gamer girl or should I maybe like just go full into comic books? Ooh, I like that. Like that's your obsession. That's my new obsession. Like I need something. Well, yeah, I mean I've never I was talking to someone, but like I've never really been into big into video games. But that's definitely like I mean, that's kinda cool. I'm like, we're making it cool now, okay? So I'm like, I don't know. I just need something. Yeah, something to comic books. Maybe I will become an expert on Batman canon. Okay? Well, I went to the library the other day, and they had like so many comic books. Like, oh really? Yeah, you can like check them out. I didn't realize like I like. Well, it's like there's literally a library like right on Rosa Parks. Yeah. And just so you guys, all the listeners know, there is a library on Rosa Parks. <laughs> I like walked there and. I was like trying to get a library card and she was like you need to have like your street address and I was like well I have my like home address so yeah. whatever not good enough not good enough I know deny when you're trying to get a library card problems Period. <laughs> yeah um that is interesting yeah because it's like I just don't even understand how it works like are they like digitally archived like can you just read Obviously, they're very, like, expensive collector's mm. items. They had physical copies, but I'm sure they were probably newer comics. Yeah. They weren't, like, they weren't, like, yeah, like, originals of anything, yeah. you know? Yeah. I read a really good book, like, five years ago. It's, like, The Amazing Adventures of Cavalier and Clay, which is, like, the two main characters, Cavalier and Clay. I think it was set in, like, the 20s or 30s. And it was, like, the beginning of American comics, like, the creators of comic Mm -hmm. books. And so they were, like, illustrators and writers. And, like, I don't even remember the plot, but I just remember I was, like, this is fucking amazing. I was, like, one of the comic person now. It was just, like, one of the best books I've ever read. That happens to me so much with books, though. Mm -hmm. Like, we're kind of going off topic, but, like, I remember when I, like, read a book set in Arizona and I was, like, 
I was like, I have to go to Arizona. Yeah, yeah. And, like for three years, I was like dead set on like yeah. traveling there and finally got to. Yeah. And it wasn't as cool as I thought yeah. it was going to be, but it was cool. It was cool. Yeah. Um, or I'm not, I've never been to Arizona, <laughs> but I'm sure it was cool. It actually is really cool. I suggest visiting there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but back to the Riddler. Another part of that is like, you know, the Joker in Dark Knight, like, he is Batman's nemesis. Like, they are enemies. Whereas it's weird that in this one, he doesn't see himself as Batman's adversary. Yeah. So Batman kind of, like, thinks that. And he's like, why is he leaving me these notes? But the Riddler honestly thinks that they're, like, working together. They're like homies. They're both, they both have the same goal. Mm -hmm. As you find out later in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, like, really interesting that he doesn't see himself as Batman's adversary. Or even, like, a he doesn't really see himself as a bad person, really. Like, yeah. he, like, sees himself as, like, paving the way. Yeah. And and in that respect, like, he, he, at first, was just, like, killing people who he deemed to be, like, unethical, like, like, I mean, it makes sense, like, bad, bad people that, like, are not following like the law and like so like when he was doing those things he was in his head like oh it's okay because they're a bad person yeah as if i'm not a bad person for killing yeah them. like it's like dexter oh yeah, yeah kind of like dexter um except dexter's like much more likable yeah that's fair yeah um and then another thing is like again I just don't, I don't know anything about the penguin. So I don't know what he's supposed to be. Like, it just makes me wonder, like, was it really necessary to, like, throw him in there too? Because, like, if I'm being honest, if I think back, it's, like, specific plot points, like, aren't that. Yeah. Like, the the whole plot with the drug, with the drug ring, with, like, the corrupt city officials, it's kind of like, I get the gist of what's happening. But I still am not, like... I didn't really understand, like, the Penguin's importance. I think that was part of why I was, like, how much time do we have left? Because, like, there was that whole scene where it was, like, a chase scene for the Penguin, only to find out that the Penguin, like, he's basically, like, not important. Yeah. And, like, I was, like, why did we... Yeah. I think it was just to have, like, Colin Farrell be in there. Yeah. Like, looking like, 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 like putting all this makeup on him, like, making him look <laughs> yeah. like this, like, big dude. He's just, like, a normal looking yeah. guy. You know, honestly. Colin like, I'm an actor. Like, look at me. Yeah. With my transformation. Whatever. Yeah, it's kind of like, was it necessary? Definitely not. Like, why couldn't he have just looked like Colin Farrell? Yeah. Yeah. Because the penguin, I, yeah. They're just I fucking know. around. They're just, like, having fun. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, that's one thing where I was kind of like, <laughs> the penguin, like, just didn't really mean anything to me and was kind of confusing. Whereas, like, the Riddler, I understand. But even then, once we get to the end, it's kind of confusing. It's kind of perplexing. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's like the Riddler made sense throughout the whole thing. Yeah, he's targeting these city officials that are corrupt. That are corrupt. And I even understand at the end if it was like, okay, let me get together my incel army and we're gonna take out people at the mayor's, like, acceptance like snipe celebration. Them. Snipe them. Why do we gotta, like, blow up the seawalls? Like, I understand what they're saying. They're like, oh, this will make everyone come to this one stadium. But and it's then like, we can murder them all. But it's like, there weren't even that many people there. And, like, imagine how many people that killed. 
Like, yeah, we don't yeah. even address that, but, like, you know, like, thousands and thousands and thousands of people were just killed. And I know that, you know, the vengeance. Riddler doesn't care. Vengeance. vengeance. But, like, <laughs> why would he want to kill so many regular people? Because, like, oh, it's, like, it's, like, those people are just like you, right? Like, yeah. Is like, the I, whole point that he, like, is just, like, a normal person that was taken advantage of by these, like, Yeah, that's what I thought. It was, like, he's targeting powerful people, but now it's, like, now we're just fucking wiping out half of Gotham. Flooding it. Like, for like, what? Flooding it, yeah. When it's, like, you, all those important people would be gathered at the mayor's acceptance party anyways. And the Intel Army would already be there. Yeah. So it's, like, also, it's, it's not, Intel Army is not the term they use in the movie. We just made that yeah. up ourselves. <laughs> yeah, so that's the other thing. It's, like, the Riddler's kind of a stand-in for, like, you know, we look at him and see like an incel type figure he's yeah. not technically in the movie but then you know he's got his following on the dark web which the second time around the riddler was just a lot more funny to me just because i saw more stuff on social media like when they panned to his two little polaroids on the wall that he took <laughs> it's like selfies he, he literally took a selfie of him yeah. normal and then him and his little like looking good um, makeover. <laughs> and then, like, just his videos where he's like, hey, guys, like and subscribe for more. It's like, hey, guys, thanks for the uh, tips on whatever, detonators. He's so casual. It's That's the thing. The thing is, like, it's so casual. Yeah. And uh, so watching him do that stuff and then seeing how everyone is interacting with him like the comments and stuff that's really where i think we got the incel vibe it wasn't yeah. as much from the riddler himself like somewhat but i think a lot of it was more of the like the cult like following online um which is kind of like how incels interact today or i guess now that i'm thinking about it a more apt comparison is like january 6th yeah but the overlap of those two things like there's plenty of overlap you know? yeah like, not everyone who went to the capitol on january 6th is an incel but i'm sure there were plenty there yes um but yeah so it's like okay we're all gonna dress up as the riddler and we're gonna like snipe these people and then you know, it's funny because it's like they're so pathetic that Batman just like took them all out. Like so fast. And I mean, I guess they shot the mayor, but like. But did they kill little her? Little damage no. was done. No, they didn't. No. no, she was. They like, didn't kill her. They didn't even they like, like hurt her that yeah. much because the next day she's literally on the news, like giving this like whole speech. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. She like, she was fine. She was literally fine. So that's kind of funny. Big fat losers can't even snipe correctly. I know. Um, but yeah, so Batman sweeps in. Something that we talked about before recording that we haven't mentioned is, like, I think the most powerful moments of the movie were Bruce slash Batman with the mayor's son. Yes, yes, that was, we didn't even talk about that today. Yeah, those were, like, really powerful moments, um, you know, when, like, the mayor's first killed. And then the funeral. The funeral scene was, like, really well done, I thought. Yes. Um, and just, like, the hype. Where, yeah, it's like, Bruce Wayne is never in public. And he shows up now for this. I just thought was... Yeah, Jasper over here Jasper really, really so... wants to get involved in the pod. Yeah, he's, you know, pumped up yes, about, the, about the Batman. But, um, yeah, I just thought those were sweet moments. And then I did cry. The moment that I cried was with Bruce and Albert in the hospital. Oh, yeah, that was sweet. It was a sweet moment. And I think it's, like, really interesting how 
I feel like a huge underlying theme of the movie is like grief and how like different people handle that, I guess. Whereas like, obviously the Batman Bruce, like completely shut down for 20 years, basically. And he's like scared to let anyone, he's scared to care about anyone ever again, which was just sweet. And Albert, because he's kind of like being mean to Albert throughout the movie where he's like, you're not my dad. He's like, oh, are you a Wayne? But it's yeah. like, that is your family. Yeah, and he knows. He knows. He, like, yeah, when when he, like, realized that Albert might have got blown up. Yeah. And then he, like, rushes back and they're like, it happened an hour ago. Yeah. And he's like, huh. Yeah. But Albert survived. Spoiler Another alert. thing is, like, how did Albert not blow up? Yeah. <laughs> like, not to be dark, but, like, <laughs> what was even happening? Why I was he even he, in Honestly, it? I think he just chucked it well. Yeah. Like, I think he he, he, he realized it. he had good reflexes. Yeah. He chucked it. It did blow up in his face, but he was able. But he did still look good. Yeah. It's like, like, it wasn't like, a, like, the he wasn't, like, burned or anything. Yeah. I'm like, is, maybe he had, a, like, a head injury? I don't even know. Okay, Albert. Okay. Are you not telling us something? Super strong. Yeah. Albert's actually has superpowers. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I guess last thing that I need to touch upon that we haven't yet is just, like, Robert Pattinson with the eyeliner. Like, that was just, you know, oh, that baby. did it for me. Oh, like, baby. I was like, take the mask off. Take the mask off. <laughs> especially. especially yeah, what you go first. I was going to say, especially when it's like. You know, he puts on his little backpack, he's on the motorcycle, yeah. and he pulls up and he takes it off. It's like, ooh. And when he has, like, the stuff down his face, yeah. like, that, like, it, like, at first glance, I was like, huh? And then I was like, ooh. Ooh. Ooh, that's baby. Hot. That's hot. <laughs> that is hot. So, big fan of Robert Pattinson with the... It's eyeliner. Like, it's eyeliner, whatever, face paint. Which, yeah, I guess at first I was like, why does he even do that? But yeah, it'd look weird if he had his little bat mask on. And it was just like, you know, you could just fully see his eyes. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, just the, like riding the motorcycle as Nirvana plays with the mat- or with the eyeliner down the face. Love that. Also the scene where he's just in his house and he's like shirtless and he's like, you know, writing he... all that shit on the ground yes, and doing that whole yes. big web thing. Yeah. Oh, that was cool. Yeah, that was cool. And he looked good. <laughs> so, so pale. Yeah, love it. Just how I like my man. <laughs> pale and sickly looking. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, overall, I give it a 10 out of 10. But I do understand how you know, Dark Knight. Dark Knight is obviously an incredible film. Yeah. And hard to live up to. Yeah. I just, you know. Yeah, I'm like, I give it, I honestly feel like if I gave Dark Knight a 10 out of 10, I'd probably give it like a 9.7. So like, it's not like it's like super off or anything. Yeah. That's fair. And I can't wait to see the next one. I guess we didn't even mention Catwoman, but I mean, it's, Catwoman is hot. Catwoman's hot. The tension between them, Ooh, hot. baby. Yeah, I was so mad at the end when they didn't kiss again. Yeah, and I just think Zoe Kravitz. Like personally, I'm like, I feel like they could have done more with her. Yeah, like I think she was like really good, and I like okay, like her dad is like Falcone or whatever, but mm-hmm. I like. 
I felt like she could have had a bigger role in like taking people down. I don't know. Yeah, maybe she will. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the thing. I'm excited to see where it goes from here. Yeah, they'll definitely keep her in. Yeah, and then yeah, it's just interesting how at the end there's not a sense of there's no sense of closure. It's like wow, something really fucking bad just happened, and Batman like barely even mitigated like the consequences you know it's like what do you do he's, well, like, did you see that character arc yeah they opened it up they're like he's a good person now. yeah he wasn't a bad person but he like but he wasn't a symbol of hope and he wasn't really in turn like choosing like he wasn't doing it necessarily for others maybe it was like for himself kind of like yeah. vengeance versus like I don't know for sure you yeah know it was I like mean? a self-serving thing where he was like this yeah. is i have to do this this is my family legacy whereas now he's like i want to help other people yes. like i want to do more than just yeah he doesn't want to just be vengeance he has to be more he has yeah. to be a sign and of we hope. love that and a quote that i saw in this article which i'll check where it's from but it just said like the bat signal was supposed to be a symbol of fear but instead became a symbol of inspiration for people like the Riddler Ooh, and his followers. That was um, in the article that you sent me, the Riddler article. Yeah, so it's from thegamer.com. Yeah. Um, I You're thought, our gamer girl now. Yeah, so. I'm a gamer girl. She's creating her new identity. <laughs> I am creating my new identity as we speak, and I'll get back to you when I'm deeper in it. Yes. Um, yeah, so moving on from Batman and incels. We move to a very interesting topic that has been, you know, it's kind of a topical thing. It's very popular with the Gen Z. Yeah. And that is fem cells. Mm-hmm. Female incels. So I didn't even know this was a term until recently. You know, I may have like heard it at some point, but it's really not a thing that's well known. Yeah. So it's like, I guess my first questions were, what's the relationship between incels and fem cells? Yes. And so through our research, we found that they have, you know, a common origin. Yes. Yeah. The term incel was originally like for men and women in the nineties, a anonymous person known as Alana created something called Alana's involuntary celibacy project which I guess was just like a website or like a forum community basically. Yeah. Which was a very welcoming place towards men and women. And I think she originally actually used the term inv cell, like I N V cell. And people were like, that's involuntarily. Yeah. Yeah. And people were like, that's hard to say. So let's go with incel. (laughs) So that was the origin of the term. And she actually left her own community after like two years, I think, because she was dating and she was like, doing better but she left it because it's like still just a positive place people were you know communicating and finding friendship and comfort and yeah Yeah. positivity so she basically left that as it was Mm -hmm. and she didn't really understand what it had turned into until like 15 years later she's looking at the news and she sees that Elliot Rogers like killed six women in Santa Barbara and described himself as an incel. Yeah. I think he said like, it's the start of the incel movement or something. He like tweeted that or like put that on, I don't know what he put it on. Yeah. 
Yeah. So she was like, that was like a Dr. Frankenstein moment mm -hmm. where it's like, I've created this thing that's now doing so much damage and like, there's nothing I can do about it, mm -hmm. which I think is fascinating. But yeah, then it was like the question of like, so how, where did things go so wrong between Alana's project and like 2014, yeah. which I think is like the start of like a lot of violence from incels. Um, so it looks like there was another like forum started in the early 2000s, which I'm guessing like, you know, someone was a member of Alana's thing or like they're yeah. definitely linked called love-shy.com which was, instead of Alana saying this was overwhelmingly male. Mm -hmm. um, and it kind of started to merge, you know, going into the 2000s with fringe communities on 4chan and Reddit. So that's where it became a breeding ground of like mm -hmm. so much hatred, so much misogyny, violence, whatever. And these forums are a place where like, shit posting is what gets you the most attention and like posting the most extreme things possible is what gets you the most attention. So it just keeps like, you know, upping and upping and upping the stakes mm -hmm. to where we get people like Elliot Rogers and all the people to follow. Like mm -hmm. it's just been like a snowball rolling out of control since then. <laughs> but then it's like, so yeah, where do fem cells fall into this? Yes. So I, I'm not exactly clear, but it seems like, you know, they definitely are closer to the original um, intent of the term incel. And they've kind of reemerged in recent years. But there's just interesting tension between the incel and femcel communities. Yeah. And I think what's interesting for femcels is it's not necessarily like involuntarily celibate because they have no one to necessarily like they don't have they're basically for a fem cell it's like they potentially could have sex or be in a romantic partnership with someone mm -hmm. but they would feel as if it was almost out of pity yeah or um not a true not a true partnership or relationship and uh like they may, the the ones that they desire may not desire them back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas incels, it seems like it's very straightforward. It's like sex. It's and, not even like women won't love me. It's like women won't have sex with me. Mm -hmm. Whereas fem cells, it's more, which I think just falls into like women having yeah. more emotional intelligence in yes. general. Where women, it's like no one's going to love me. Even if someone would have sex with me, it's like that's you know, it can be dehumanizing in itself being like someone just wants to use me for sex. Like yes. they need more than that. And it's like, am I going to tolerate shitty sex or uh, offensive sex or offensive relationships just to be in a relationship or just to have sex? Mm -hmm. and, and it seems almost like the fem cell movement is saying no. Yeah. Like I'm not going to tolerate, I'm going to be celibate because I'm not going to tolerate toxic, negative, like relationships with people. And essentially um, believing that they themselves may not have the ability to, like, attract someone that they think actually is, like, worthy of being with them. Yeah. If that makes sense. Do you yeah, think that's about yeah, correct assessment? Yeah, it's like they have standards. Yeah. They're not they willing to compromise. 
And there's definitely more extreme fem cells. So I guess going back, like, you know, when it, I don't know, I don't know where exactly the extreme fem cell Reddit community like came from, but there definitely was one and it was shut down because it was a place where there was a lot of hatred, a lot of misogyny, racism, transphobia, etc. Um, and I think that was a few years ago, like the main fem cell reddit was shut down mm -hmm. um, yeah you're right and that's interesting because i feel like the hardcore fem cells they shared a lot of terminology with incels like they kind of have like a shared um vocabulary with terms like so stacy's are good looking women who can get with anyone they want both mm -hmm. incels and fem cells use that term and then Becky's are average looking women who can still get with people who are still loved and admired and wanted, mm -hmm. even though they're average or ugly looking, which is interesting. Cause it's like in one way, fem cells feel like, you know, it's kind of a feminist thing where yeah. it's like, yeah, we have standards for ourselves and we're not going to let men treat us badly. Yeah. But then it kind of comes full circle with these more like severe or not severe, these like more hardcore fem cells where it's like, well, we hate Becky's and we hate Stacy's because we want to be them. Yeah. You know, so it's like this yeah. weird like. It's like I feel like the whole like fem, fem cell concept just like looks different in different communities. And mm -hmm. so like in terms of like communities online and yeah. stuff. And so some turn into like they're man-hating but they almost get to a extent where they're woman-hating too yeah and so it's like is this like a is this positive like yeah. is this like a good thing because it's like we've seen in like written in our readings we've seen both sides of it yeah so it's interesting to see um how some people take it as a feminism oh positive like feminist positivity like we're not going to tolerate bullshit from men. Mm -hmm. And then some um, take it as like, almost I want to hate everything. Like yeah, everyone, like they basically. just hate everyone, including women, maybe especially women. I mean, I think they hate men the most for sure. But like, yeah, just mm -hmm. this like disdain for these good looking women or even these average looking women who are getting love and affection when they are not. Yeah. But again, that's like a very hardcore group of fem cells that I feel like now in recent years, especially in like the last year, isn't the norm. It's not the norm. Yeah. It's like, it's evolving into a different kind of term, especially TikTok. And you know, like maybe TikTok has watered it down and maybe some fem cells feel like they're just completely appropriated mm -hmm. our culture and like what we believe for this, like, you know, like cutesy, like TikTok trend. TikTok basically. trend. So basically the TikTok trend about fem cells. And I don't think, you know, I think people are aware on TikTok that it's not like I'm actually a fem cell. It's a joke. Some are, but it's like a joke. It's yeah. a joke. People are joking around where it's like the fem cell aesthetic, which is just like, you know, like trash all over your room, filthy room, like filthy car. Um, you know, not really taking care of yourself, not showering, basically just like very depressed, like, yeah, not, just know. not really caring. Yeah. Like, not, not really, really caring, caring, but like, there's a not really caring in a positive way and there's not really caring in like an unhealthy way. Yeah. It's more towards the unhealthy end. Yeah. For yeah. sure. 
um yeah so it's kind of a joke and then there's accounts um one in particular who makes a lot of content so his name is fem cell freedom fighter which, <laughs> i don't know i'm a fan he's pretty funny but yeah it's not some of his tiktoks yeah so he just makes it's like the same format every time like the same song the same whatever where it's like baby you must be so hydrated with those 30 half full cups of water on your bedside table <laughs> or like baby it's okay i didn't even notice the five like rancid mcdonald's trash bags in the backseat of your car or like just like shit like that baby where it's like i'll fuck you like, yeah, like it's okay yeah i'll still yeah i'll still do it so i think there is an article, I think it was the L article, but I'm not yeah. totally sure I'll check, where I think they were talking to a girl who is, it's kind of like a medium where it's like, you know, I'm not a hardcore femme cell, like the Reddit hateful shutdown kind, but I do like fully identify as a femme cell seriously. Like mm-hmm. I truly genuinely feel like no matter what I do, I will not attract a man who like wants and loves me for me. Like, I just don't feel like it's possible. I know that I could have sex with people, but that's not what I want. Like mm-hmm. they'll be having sex with me out of pity or as a joke to where, yeah, it's like annoying seeing girls on TikTok be like, haha, I'm a femme cell where it's like an identity that honestly brings some women comfort. Yeah. You know, they find solace in it. And the fact that there's other people like them, um, and it's not like a shameful thing necessarily. Yeah, and it was interesting because a big one of the biggest critiques I see of fem cells is the fact that they like call themselves involuntarily celibate when like you could like it's not involuntary. To a lot of people, they're like, "How are you? How is it involuntary? You could get any guy to have sex with you." Like yeah. that's what people say, and it's like, hmm, like. Do I want any man yeah. to have sex with me? Do I want a guy who's catcalling me as I walk by to have sex with me? Yeah. Like, just some random guy. Like, and, and I mean, like, there's, like, different double coin because it's like, oh, yeah, like, you, should pro- you could probably not find someone on, like, t- uh, Hinge or one of those apps that's, like, okay, like, a fine person that's not, like, a shitty person. But it's still, like, are you – you don't want to be used. Like, yeah. people don't want to be used in that way or at least – the women who a lot of the women who identify with that don't want to be used in that way yeah and i feel like there's also just kind of an understanding that it's not necessarily like 100 literal 100 mm-hmm. percent serious whereas like in cells it's straight up like women will not have sex with me like that's all it is yes whereas with fem cells it's like more nuanced i think where it's like Again, we acknowledge that, like, am I literally involuntarily celibate? Maybe not. Yeah. But it's more, like, identifying with the idea of a femme cell. Um, And I think for the most part, it's really not, like, a um, malicious community. Like, I think it's turned into something that's, like, really harmless. Mm -hmm. And maybe, like, helps women find community with other women who are like them. Yeah. And it makes, like, it's a healthy place to, like for someone who may feel lonely or like struggling with like themselves or self-confidence or anything to be like, I'm not alone. 
yeah. in this. Yeah. And so I can talk to people about it. Yeah. And so like when we like, or when I've been looking at it, I feel like both of us, it's like, it's like a lot of people would immediately look at it as this like negative, like thing because it's so directly correlated with an incel, but it's really, it looks, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. So it's like, maybe we should just get a different term. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I agree. <laughs> Femcell. Like, let's just get it closely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just so interesting because, yeah, it's like incels do not believe that femcells can exist. Like, they simply don't. They're like, any woman, literally any woman could have sex if she wanted to. They're like, she's too picky. Literally, like, that's what it she's is. She's too picky. If she's, she's too picky. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, it's like, I can't imagine, you know, people who identify as femcells, like, feel any kind of solidarity with the incel community you know i feel like they're two very distinct things so again maybe we should just get a different name for the film i like that i like that too and also i feel like personally it's like yeah we can acknowledge that like i feel like it's a i'm saying like so much dude (laughs) i apologize everyone we both do it so much (laughs) but um you know take the tiktok jokes are funny you know i think they're funny um, it's a joke. People Come like themselves, freedom fighters, you know. But I understand where it might be offensive to someone who's, you know, I, like I am a fem cell. Like straight up, it's not a joke. But to me, I feel like we can acknowledge both. Acknowledge comedy versus yeah versus serious yeah. issues. But that's a whole other topic. Yeah, we can yeah. go into other things that have happened, recent events, but yeah. we're not going to. We're not going to. But yeah, <laughs> I think the fem cell TikTok comedy is kind of. Me too. I do love Femcell Freedom Fighter. Come on, yeah, the pod, come on, Femcell Freedom Fighter. <laughs> go uh, off, King. <laughs> go off, King. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it, this was just like. I feel like like like, like, like this was Okay. I feel that this was a very um, cool topic to go into because we both got to learn about something that we really don't don't know about and also is maybe misunderstood yeah you know yeah i feel like it is misunderstood because that name is just so it's such a bad connotation even though yeah going back to the beginning it wasn't meant to it was you know it started as something that was supposed to be positive and you know welcoming yeah and, and men ruined everything as usual yeah per usual um but yeah we definitely want to separate when we're talking, we're talking about fem cells, not incels. Yeah. Just making sure you guys fem know cells, that. and we're not talking about the extremist fem cells. Like those can just be grouped in with regular incels. Yeah. We're talking about cool fem cells. Yeah, we're talking about the yeah, we're talking about the like edgy ones. You the know, edgy, cool, socially acceptable fem cells. Yes. Go off queens. Go off queens. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was cool to learn about. I didn't know that it was a thing until recently. So. Yeah. Yeah, we hope you learned something or yeah, enjoyed enjoyed our our deep dive. Yeah, so I feel like we're gonna keep doing similar deep dives into different topics. Definitely, that may may or may not be misunderstood. Yeah. So, so if you have any suggestions, any requests, hit us up, and we'll see you next week, sisters. Yes, sisters. Peace out. Peace out. Thanks for joining. <laughs>